You're listening to the Lead Like You podcast, where we empower emerging leaders and small business owners to build their courageous leadership brand. Sharing practical tips and actionable advice to lead with confidence, communicate effectively and create impact. Hi, I'm your host, Anne Koopman, a former engineer and senior leader in the manufacturing industry, and now a leadership coach, facilitator, lecturer and speaker. Throughout my 10-year career in the corporate world, I have learned firsthand what it takes to become a courageous leader. I believe that we all have the power to drive change and lead with courage, strength and emotional intelligence. And that's why I created the Lead Like You movement. I will be your coach along the way and support you to gain confidence, have the difficult conversations, be vulnerable, speak up for yourself, develop strong relationships and build your courageous leadership brand. Let's get started and unlock your leadership potential. It's time to lead like you. Hello and welcome back to the Lead Like You podcast. This is episode six already. Time flies. And I want to say thank you for all the kind reviews I've already received. Reviews will help others to find the podcast. It really means a lot to me. So thank you so much for taking the time and writing a review. And I also want to take this opportunity to remind you that I have a free Facebook group for emerging courageous leaders. It's called the Lead Like You Courageous Leaders Facebook group. And you can join anytime. Every month I go live for a masterclass and a Q&A session where I answer any questions that might come up from you. I also have challenges and questions and share some content. So make sure you check that out. The link is also in the show notes. So 2020, what a year. As I record this, we are in the middle of November and we probably had a really big and challenging year for all of us. We had to deal with concerns about jobs or finances. We had to deal with lockdown and isolation, kids home from school, childcare closed, and a lot of different challenges along the way. And I'm sure it's been difficult for each and every one of us in a different way, that's for sure. For me personally, having my own business and a very young business, it definitely was challenging because I had to adapt how I do business. I had to move everything online really quickly and a lot of organizations and corporations that I work with actually paused or stopped any work with me because they obviously had to fight their challenges and focus on something different. So I had to adjust how I do business and that felt challenging from time to time, but I've also been able to embrace the change and it helped me to come up with new new innovative ideas but I've also struggled personally I found the isolation really hard in here in Australia we actually had a second lockdown that lasted for four months and I found that really hard to not feel inspired and it was really hard for me to keep my motivation up but what has helped me was to have my resilience support kit in place now resilience is a funny thing we need it the most when things are really tough, but the time to work on it and build our resilience is actually all the other times when we're actually feeling okay. So we want to build our support kit so that it's ready and there to help us whenever we face challenges, things get tough, things happen to us that are out of our control. As leaders, it's so important that we build our resilience support kit. 
We need our energy not only for ourselves, but also for the people that we lead. So if things get tough or challenging, we need to be able to get back up really quickly so that we can also lead our team and help them to come out of the challenge. What I'm sharing with you today and the strategies, they work for you and they also work for your team. So once you started to build your support kit, help your team to do the same. Help them invest in these strategies and that way all of you will become more resilient for next year. I like to work with the seven C's for resilience. That is a concept by Kenneth Ginsberg. And I really like this concept because often when people talk about resilience, we talk about coping skills, mental and emotional coping skills, for example. But for me, resilience and having a support kit in place actually means so much more. And we have to invest in more areas than just our coping skills. So in this episode, I want to run you through the seven C's, what they mean, and also what you can do to build that resilience support kit. So make sure you have a notebook ready and you can take notes so that you can take action now to build your resilience support kit. So next year in 2021, you're ready for whatever challenge you might be facing. So what are the seven C's of resilience? It's about competence, confidence, connection, character, contribution, coping and control. And we will run through one by one now and I will share with you a little bit what's behind it. What does it actually mean and also what you can do to build. So number one is competence. And that's really knowing all our skills and what we are already doing really well. The things we've learned along the way, the things we've picked up during different jobs and also the things we learned doing training, investing in training, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos and really all the competencies that we have learned and practiced. It's about reflecting what skills will help you when things get difficult. What are the skills and competencies you need in your role to do your role well? Start to list all of these and start to see, okay, are there any gaps? Do you need to invest in some skills to really make sure that you are covered and that you can deal with any situation that you might face? And here it's not about knowing everything, but it's about having problem solving skills and knowing the right people so that when things get tough, you know where to look things up, you know how to solve and figure things out, or you know who to talk to. To reflect on it, you can think about it. What are the things that you do really well? What are the things that come easy to you? What are the things that people come to you when they ask you for help? These can be signs for your special competencies and skills that you have learned along the way. The next C is confidence and confidence means that you trust in your own abilities that you really trust in your strength and that you know all that you've achieved already all that you have accomplished and that you know and trust that whatever you have learned will help you figuring things out going forward that you have what it takes so what helps here is to focus on your strength and really reflect on your strength. You can do a Clifton Strength Assessment, for example, or you can start to reflect on past achievements and past challenges and start to look at all the things you've already overcome or have achieved. As an exercise, I want you to list down three things that you really like about yourself. Next, think about three achievements just of the past week, three things that you're proud of. And lastly, a key to building confidence is to put ourselves out of our comfort zone on a regular basis. 
Taking small steps out of your comfort zone will teach you that you can deal with the unknown, that you are able to overcome little challenges that you set yourself. That way, next time something big happens that was unforeseen, you know, I've done this before. I can do hard things. So think about one thing you can do next week to step out of your comfort zone. This could be having a network meeting with someone you don't know. It could be signing up to a new course or class, or it could be talking to a stranger on the street. What is one thing that will challenge you to step out of your comfort zone? Number three of the seven C's is connection. For us to overcome any challenges in our life and to be really resilient, we need to have the feeling that we have people that have our back and that will catch us when we fall. We need a sense of belonging and security. We want a strong, supportive network. So who are the people in your life, your friends, your family, your colleagues, your mentors, your peers, your manager, your team? Who are the people in your life? What are the communities that you're part of? Do you have any hobbies? Are you part of a club? Who are the people in your life that are there for you? And then as a bit of an exercise to really strengthen this is to reflect on all the different groups that you have and who are the key people that you can really rely on. And here I would look at your private life and your professional life because you need people that can understand all the sides of you and that know you really well. So if things happen at work, have someone that understands what's going on there, for example. So reflect on key relationships that you have. And then because relationships are a give and take, think about what you can do for the other person. How can you strengthen the relationships? So write on an action for each person in your safety network to see how you can do something nice for them or supportive for them to build and invest in that relationship. It's really important that we make sure we give as well. And if something then happens to you or you need help, they will be there. No questions asked. The fourth C is your character. And that really means knowing your values, understanding what's right or wrong, having a true connection to what you really care about and your guiding principles. That's so important for resilience because it will help you to make the difficult decisions. It will help you to stay on your path. It will help you to see the way forward. When things get tough, It'll motivate you to go back up again because you can connect it to your values and what you really truly care about. It also helps you to forgive yourself when you made mistakes because when you reflect back on your values and you reflect back on why you did the things you did, you will see that you've decided it based on your values. And yes, maybe things didn't work out. Maybe there was a better way to do things, but your intentions were right. And often then it's much easier to forgive ourselves and feel motivated to just try again. So reflect on your values. What are your core values? What do you stand for? What are your non-negotiables? If you want a little bit more help with that, make sure you check out episode number five of my podcast, where I talk about how you can lead with your values. In that episode, I provide you steps on how you can develop your values and then also how can you live by your values and what actions you can take. So make sure you check out that episode as well. The fifth C of the seven C's resilience toolkit is the contribution. What is your contribution to the well-being of others or to the bigger good of the world? What is your why? What's your purpose? 
And that is so important because if we know why we do the things that we do, if we know why we do hard things, if we know why it's important to get back up again, we will be able to find the energy, find the motivation to get up again and try again. To keep fighting for what we believe in, for our work, for our team, me for my business. When things went get tough this year, I knew why I was doing the things that I was doing. So I pivoted, I changed my direction. I found different ways to serve my clients because that was my bigger why. So understanding what you stand for, what do you want to be part of? And to do that, you can start to reflect on your passions, things that you really care about that excites you and energizes you. You can reflect on people that you admire for their contribution. And what about that did you admire? Starting to find some clues of what are the bigger causes that you care about? And it doesn't have to be changing the world. It could also just be to have an impact on the people that you lead or the people that are in your life. How do you want to make people feel when they interact with you? What's the change you want to help to create? Finding your purpose takes a little while. So keep reflecting on that, making notes and just keep adding to it and changing it up. At one point, you will feel quite certain about your purpose and it will help you to succeed and persevere in difficult times. Number six is coping. And these are the traditional coping strategies that a lot of you talk about when we talk about resilience. Here it's about how do you cope and how do you release stress mentally, emotionally and physically? How do you take care of these three elements of yourself? Start to reflect mentally. What can you do to lift the load of your mind? What can you do to write down difficult tasks, to delegate, to prioritize your days? What can you do to lighten the load? How can you reduce the stress on your mind? And it is closely connected to your emotional coping strategies. A big strategy there is mindfulness, meditation. How do you calm down when things are tough? Who are the people that you can talk to? Make sure that you talk to them regularly. What are the strategies you can implement? And then physically, it's about how well do you move your body? How well do you sleep and rest? And obviously, what do you eat and put inside of your body? Think about these things mentally, emotionally and physically. How can you build strategies that help you to relax and reduce your stress? And here it's also so important that we do that before things get tough so that our body and our mind are in the best shape possible and we have the most energy to deal with difficult times. And lastly, the last C is control. I just want to remind you that you have control over your thoughts, your decisions, your actions and your behaviors. You can change things. Often though, we worry about things that are way outside of our control. We waste emotional energy to worry about things that we can't influence, to be angry about decisions other people have made. What you can choose, though, is to not worry about the things that you have no influence or control over and focus your energy on the things that you can change. This will allow you to have enough emotional energy for your own causes in your work and for the things that matter. If we waste energy on things that we can't even impact, you won't be ready and prepared for things if they get tough on your end. This year, a lot of things happened that were out of our control. A lot of decisions were made about our lives, our lockdown, and they were not necessarily in our control. But what we could control is how do we deal with that? What are the decisions we make for us, for our family, for our jobs? 
And yes, that is difficult. I know. The key exercise you can do here is to start to reflect. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, write down all the things that you worry about. Everything in your mind that you're worried about, angry, frustrated, whatever causes you to feel a certain way, write it all down. And then start to cluster these things into three different groups. Into your circle of concern, your circle of influence and your circle of control. The difference here is that your circle of control are things that you can right away address, change or take action on. These are things that you have in your full control to change. These might be things like your schedule, when you wake up, what you eat, what you do in a day, how you structure your day. Then you have the circle of influence. And these are things that you can influence and impact over time by working with the right people, talking to the right people, by inspiring others to take action. These are the things that you have impact on, but they're not fully in your control. You might have to work with other people to get these things done. And then you have the circle of concern. Those are all the things that matter to us. Because a lot of things out there matter to us, but we actually do not have any control or influence over them. We can't influence those decisions. So once you've clustered all of the things that are on your mind into these three categories, then what I want you to do with that is the circle of control category, take action straight away. Address the things that worry you, find solutions straight away. Circle of influence, define actions. Who do you need to talk to? What do you need to do? How can you start to drive change in that area? Circle of concern, everything that you've written here, I want you to release. Let go. These are things that you can't change. So even if you spend days and hours to be upset, to be angry, to be frustrated, to worry about it, to be scared of what's going to happen, you can't change it. You don't know what's going to happen and you don't have any impact on that. So wasting your energy will take away energy from the things that matter and the things that you can actually control. So release the things in the circle of concern. Focus on your circle of control and circle of influence. That will help you to be more resilient, to have more energy, to bounce back from difficult times and try again and persevere whenever things feel tough. So these were the seven C's. To recap, we talked about the seven C's for your resilience support kit. The seven C's are competence, confidence, connection, character, contribution, coping and control. If you start to invest a little bit in each area over time, you will build that support kit so that when things get tough, you are well equipped to overcome. Reflect on the seven C's. Remind yourself of your competencies, of your strengths. Build your confidence. Review your values, your why. What's your contribution? Why are you doing what you're doing? Talk to the people in your support network. Use the strategies of your coping skills. And question whether what you're worried about or what you're trying to achieve is actually in your circle of control or influence. When things are tough, it's also important, and that's part of your emotional coping techniques, to give yourself a rest, to allow yourself to be frustrated, to allow yourself to process your emotions. If we try too hard and we go again and again, we will just exhaust ourselves. It's okay sometimes to just take a break and to not wanting to do anything at all. That is totally okay. You have my permission to take a break, allow yourself and give yourself the space you need. And then reflect on your seven C's, look at your support kit and start to build again. I hope that these seven strategies to build your resilience support kit were helpful for you. 
I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Ann underscore lead like you or DM me on LinkedIn. And I can't wait to hear what you really liked and what resonated the most with you. Don't forget to join the free Facebook group, Lead Like You Courageous Leaders. If you like this episode, it would mean a lot if you could leave a review. I'm looking forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Lead Like You podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, join my free Lead Like You Facebook community and sign up to my newsletter. You can also find me on Instagram under at Ann underscore lead like you or via LinkedIn as Ann Koopman Schmidt. If you like what you hear, it will go a long way if you could share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and leave a review. Thank you so much and until next time.